The Big Things Are The Little Things by Jim Heatherton. As human beings, we all recognise this truth in our relations with others, that the big things are in fact the little things. The attention to the small, maybe insignificant things really matter. One example for this fabulous book, Silver Linings, comes as a result of 2020 pandemic. In a surreal world, the clap every Thursday night for care, for carers and key workers has been a wake-up call we all needed. Thursday, March 26th at 8pm marked the moment when millions of Britons emerged onto the streets up and down the land to give thanks to the people who were risking their lives to go to work every day with an age-old human custom, a round of applause. It started back in 6 BC with lawmaker Canisius of Athens made it so that the audiences would have to clap in approval for their leader since there were too many people to meet individually. Though it came to the applause, the unified voices of all of the people in the form of clapping together in admiration. So the clap for carers and key workers, a simple but powerful act, was the brainchild of Anne-Marie Plass, a Dutch-born software salesperson and part-time yoga teacher who lives in London with her husband and four-year-old son, who came up with the idea after learning about a similar campaign that was doing the rounds in a few of her WhatsApp groups with her friends back in the Netherlands. The, they only did it once there, but I have friends who work in the Dutch hospitals and I now hear how much it lifted them up, says Plas. As well as giving a much needed boost to our key workers, the campaign has also had a dramatic impact on the spirits of the whole nation. With many people on social media citing how they've never felt more connected to their community, despite that they're all locked down inside. We're all fighting our own battles. All of a sudden, we're adjusting to working from home, not seeing or being able to hug our nearest and dearest, as we used to every day. The Clap for Carers campaign is a great example of what Dr. Stephen R. Covey refers to as the emotional bank account. He defines the, an emotional bank account as the relationship one has with another. He explains the emotional bank account as a metaphor. We all know what a financial bank account is. We can make deposits and then take withdrawals. But the metaphor of the emotional bank account, by proactively doing things that build trust and relationship, that makes deposits. Conversely, reactively doing things that decrease trust makes withdrawals. Some, some examples of withdrawals. Nagging yelling or screaming at maybe partner, kids or others, criticising them, really bad in front of others, being sarcastic, talking about them negatively to others, particularly behind their back, 
interrupting them when they are speaking to you or could be perceived as withdrawals from the emotional bank account or be some deposits or giving positive feedback praising others giving a round of applause the clapping for example apologize when you've made a mistake and Elton John said it best sorry seems to be the hardest word really really listening no interrupting spending time with them remember how children spell love t-i-m-e being patient and kind being compassionate and demonstrating that you care my youngest son works on the front line of the NHS as an emergency medical technician. He and his colleagues were in a supermarket car park not so long back uh, and a member of the public came up and said very sincerely, thank you, thank you for your service. The first time it happened, he said it really touched him emotionally. On other occasions, he's been uh, given tokens of appreciation, like a bag of sweets or some cream cakes. Uh, some people really know how to get to his heart. These are examples of little things that make a big impact. As a prompt from a friend to say thank you more often, I've taken up stopping in the supermarket and the workers stocking the shelves and just saying, can I say, Thank you. I have been amazed at the responses of such a simple, tiny expression of appreciation from amazement and shock to having them get a little choked up. A friend of mine, Adrian Webster, motivational speaker, he talks about TNTs, tiny noticeable things. They're all the little unexpected things that we can do for others to show how much we care. They may be tiny and cost next to nothing, but they're highly explosive. They create the biggest, longest lasting impact in people's minds and hearts. They make a big difference. Virginia Satir, family therapist said, we need four hugs a day for survival. We need eight hugs a day for maintenance. We need 12 hugs a day for growth. You see, hugging is healthy. It helps the body's immune system. It keeps you healthier. It cures depression. It reduces stress. It induces sleep. It's invigorating. It's rejuvenating. It has no unpleasant side effects. And hugging is nothing less than a miracle drug. Hugging is all natural. It's totally organic, naturally sweet, no pesticides, no preservatives, no artificial ingredients, and 100% wholesome. Hugging is practically perfect. There are no movable parts, no batteries to wear out, no periodic checkups, low energy consumption, high energy yield, inflation-proof, non-fattening, like that one, and no monthly payments, no insurance requirements, theft-proof, non-taxable, non-polluting, and of course, fully returnable. It is even possible to give your, yourself a hug. Google Havering Technique. And while currently we cannot give many people physical hugs, 
we can give psychological hugs, mental, emotional hugs. I tell you, I have a desk drawer and in that office drawer there's a collection of handwritten notes, thank you letters and cards that mean a lot to me. You see, as an international consultant over the last 35, 40 years, I've spent the majority of my life on the road. I've had the habit of sending postcards back home. And as soon as I checked into hotels, I'd grab a card, write a quick note to family and always to my mum. Uh, little did I know until she died and we were clearing out her house, she had kept every single one of those little postcards. Never underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, the power of a handwritten note, the smallest act of caring, all of which have the potential to turn a life around. So, your mission, should you decide to accept it, take a moment now, slow down, don't default into emails, or text messaging, pick up the phone, offer a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment. In this time of crisis and adversity, we've come to realise and how grateful we are for what we previously may have taken for granted. Sadly, it seems human nature needs a wake-up call, and this pandemic has been a big wake-up call. Before we sit up and take notice, and make the commitment to live up to our privileges and our blessings. I believe pre-pandemic, many people were focused on individual lives, the more me rather than we. Hopefully post-pandemic, everyone has gone through the same thing. The new normal will hopefully be less me and more we. Working with the reality, we live in an ecosystem on this wonderfully interconnected village we call planet Earth, where everything affects everything. One. One tree can start a forest. One smile can begin a friendship. One hand can lift a soul. One word can frame the goal. One candle can wipe out darkness. One laugh can conquer gloom. One hope can raise your spirits. One touch can show you care. One life can make the difference. Be that one today.